guys speaking about Bikurim. Bikurim was when that if he had a farmer, he had his uh, crop grew, and the first of his fruits, the Shivas Aminim, he brought to he brought to Yushalayim, he brought to the Kayim. The Medjur says that Moshe Rabbeinu saw that there's going to come a time that there won't be a Beis Amigdash and they won't be able to bring Bikurim anymore. And he was concerned because if they won't be able to bring Bikurim, they'll be missing the schos, the merit of Bikurim. So in place of Bikurim, Moshe established that we should daven three times a day. Yeah, I didn't hear that. First time in first my time. life. <laughs> you heard it here first. Many different things he said. Yes, but well, that's what the Major says. The Major says that in place of Bikurim, Moshe established um, that they should daven three times a day. Now, besides the fact that that's big news, um, it's amazing because you see, Bikurim, how many times a year do they bring Bikurim? Once. Yeah. They brought the first of the fruit. In place of that, Moshe established that every day we should daven three times a day. Yeah, so we see how sense. powerful bringing the Bikurim was. Okay. Now, you open up any safer, any anyone who's explaining what Bikurim was, the, the, the point of Bikurim was to show Hakara Sataif, <clears throat> to recognize that everything comes from Hashem. And that's why when a person, you know, at a farmer, he worked hard the whole year planting and plowing and, and the fruits growing and finally the fruit grew and he, we know that's his first fruit, you know, he wants to keep for himself to make a you know, party in his house, ah, oh, they grew. No, he brings that to Hashem to recognize that that's the Pesukim show us that, that to recognize everything comes from Hashem. And that we know is the idea of davening, right? Why do we daven? Everyone had the famous question, why do we daven? Hashem knows what we need. Yeah. I have to daven and ask Hashem for, for, for health, for, for, uh, for money, for, 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 I have to ask Hashem, He knows. The answer is, one of the basic answers is, the reason why we daven is to recognize that everything comes from Hashem. That everything comes from Hashem. So that's the idea that Moshe established that we should daven three times a day, is that three times a day we need to be reminded when we daven that everything comes from Hashem. And it's interesting. So speaking of which, at the end of the parsha, we're going to jump to the end of the parsha. That was the beginning of the parsha. The pasuk says like this: Moshe is talking to Klal Yisrael, and he says like this: "Le'nasan Hashem lachem, leiv ladas, ve'naim l'rois, v'aznaim l'shmoya ad hayemazeh." Hashem didn't give you a heart to know, a heart to recognize, and eyes to see, and ears to hear until this day. We'll get back to this pasuk later. I want to focus on one part. He says that Hashem, you till till this day, you didn't have a lev ladas, a heart to understand. Okay. Rashi says something very interesting. Rashi says, what does Moshe mean that you didn't have a heart to understand? Lahakir as You didn't have a heart to understand the chasadim of Akadish Baruch the goodness of Akadish Baruch uli davik and to connect Hashem. Okay. So, Moshe is telling Klai Yisrael that it was until the, many, many, many years later that they finally Klai Yisrael, rec- Klai Yisrael recognized the good that Hashem does for them. And Rashi connects that Uli and to become attached to Hashem. It seems like there's a direct correlation between recognizing the good Hashem does for us and becoming connected to Hashem. 
if a person wants to, to everyone wants the Vekas and to get connected to Hashem. Everyone wants to develop a relationship with Hashem and feel close to Hashem. Rashi tells us the secret for a person who wants to feel that closest with Hashem. The first thing a person has to do to feel that closest with Hashem is to recognize the good Hashem does. As long as we don't recognize that Hashem, the good that Hashem, the good that Hashem does for us, we can't we can't connect Hashem. We can't become close to Hashem. And the same goes with any kind of relationship. It doesn't, you know, for that kash, kash broke, for sure. But even in, with a, a friend, a spouse, it works the same way. If a person wants to grow, get, gr- create a connection with someone, he has to recognize what the person does for him. And I'll explain it very simply. Why? People, we were created, man was created, Yechidim, alone in the world, right? And every person in them has that feeling that I could be self-sufficient, I could, I could be on my own, I don't need to come on to another person. And we live that way. And that's why it's very hard to recognize when people do us favors, because that goes against, goes against our grade that we like feeling that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I don't, need, I don't need, I need to come on to you. Now, that feeling is the greatest feeling that creates distance between two people. Because as long as I think I don't need you, we can't develop a close relationship. But the moment I realize what you do for me and that I need to come on to you, we could create a relationship. So with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's the same way. If we think we don't need HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're good, then we won't be able to create a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But when we dive in three times a day and we realize that every moment of our life, everything we go through, we need HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then we could create, we could ha- we could create that bond and that dvekas with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On that note, this week's parasha speaks about the teichecha, the curses that that we'll get if we don't keep the Torah. So one of them is it says like this. The pasuk says. You'll serve your enemies. hunger, thirst. And then over there it says, Lacking everything. You'll be lacking everything. Okay? Now, what the Gemara has, has a discussion. What's this referring to? The Gemara feels this is referring to something specific. This chayser call, you're lacking everything. What is it referring to? One of the opinions is that you're, you'll be lacking das. You'll be lacking understanding. And that's that seems to be a curse. Now what does that mean? So Meshachma explains like this. He explains that we're very lucky. You know why we're very lucky? Because we have a heritage. We have a Messiah from our fathers, our grandfathers, all the way up to Avram Avinu. Now, Avram Avinu was alone in this world. Right? And he had a lot of challenges. And he worked very hard to become a believer and to become a maimon in Hashem. Now, he took all he had and he passed that on to Yitzchak. Yitzchak had his own challenges and things he grew and things he learned. He took that, so he took what Avram had and what he had, passed it on to Yitzchak, Yaakov, to, to Yaakov. Yaakov passed it on to his children. Kept on going, right? The, the generation that was in Mitzrayim, all the things that they learned, that they passed it on. We come, we're extremely spoiled. 
we have so much so much that we're so lucky so we, you know we could just connect we have so much you look here you look at a basement false farm it's, you know you open up a safer you have it here in front of us and we have it all passed on so that's the, that's that's the day of the knowledge we have so the kala is that you'll be you'll serve your enemies and you'll be disconnected from all that heritage all that connection you have to the generations before you which is such a luxury we have because if we're able to connect to that it's all there in front of us but we'll be lacking that Dale we'll be lacking that connection one of the uh, one of the Klala's another is that it says like this Pasuk Chavav, our cursed is the one. Asher Layakum. He's. We're gonna. We're gonna. We won't. We won't translate this for now. He doesn't stand up or or. He doesn't hold by as the words of the Torah. And to do them. In other words, curses the person that doesn't keep the Torah. Okay? So we have the Torah. They are given the Torah. Anyone who doesn't keep the Torah is cursed. Now, when we read this Pasuk, it's an extremely hard Pasuk to read. That means if come Shabbos and I'm mess up on something in Shabbos I don't you know I by accident I do borer or I, I, one of the malachas by accident I got a curse it's pretty strong right it says curse is a person that doesn't keep the Torah so if one thing I don't keep I'm going to get a curse you keep you make a mistake make a mistake and let's say someone doesn't make a mistake he, you know what he has a nisayan he has a test and he messes up not a mistake he gets the curse so yeah it's pretty strong so the Ramban says, and the and the Rabbinia says no. They says like this. It says Ar Ashala Yakum as Divriatarazis. It doesn't say Ashala Yasa. It should have said, curse the person doesn't do this Torah. It doesn't keep this Torah. What the, why does it use the word Yakum? Okay? So the Ramban and the Rabbinia in it both explain, very similar, that the Torah is massive. And it's extremely hard. A lot of things we want to do, we want to be good, but uh, we run into challenges. It's, 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 there's a lot of nasayness and a lot of hard mitzvahs out there. The main, the the, should the main thing. The initial thing that we all need is the Kabbalah. Now you know, Nasav and Ishma. That everyone is expected to accept upon themselves. I want to keep the Torah. No matter what, I accept upon myself to keep the Torah. Now. We may run into challenges along the way. But what's expected of everyone is that we accept upon ourselves to keep the Torah. And that's why it doesn't say Asher Layaseh. Asher Layakob is used as a person who doesn't stand up to the Torah. That he has, everyone has to go forth and stand up. I'm going to keep the Torah. I want to keep the Torah. And make that kapal. And then what happens afterwards, we'll de- deal with each challenge as it comes. But the main thing that's demanded from everyone is to make that initial acceptance upon themselves to keep the Torah. And that's what Rabbi Yoyin explains. It says in the Mishnah Navais, Anyone whose actions are greater than his wisdom, right? Then there'll be a 
his, 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 his wisdom will last. The question is, how could a person's actions be greater than what he knows? We can only do in a co- according to what we know. If we don't know something, we can't act upon it, right? So how could someone's actions be greater than his wisdom? Right? So Rabbeinian explains, you know why? Because when we speak about someone's actions greater than his wisdom, we're talking about someone who accepted upon himself to do whatever the Torah says. Someone who accepts upon himself to do whatever the Torah says, such a person is as if the Rebbeinu says he did everything because he accepted upon himself to do whatever the Torah says so it's as if he did everything so such a person we could count as that his actions are more than his than his chachma because even though he doesn't know he doesn't know all the Torah he doesn't know all the halachas he doesn't know all of it but he accepted that I'm, whatever I learn I'm going to keep so it's as if he kept the whole Torah with that, that Kabbalah, that acceptance alone, he had, it's considered as if he kept the whole Torah. Now what's the reason? Why does this work? Because the Torah, this that we keep the Torah, is not a business relationship that we have with the Torah. You know the Torah tells us one thing, we, you know, we agree upon it, okay, this I'll do, this I won't do. We, we are Avadim to Kaddish Baruch we're servants to Hashem, right? And Rabbi Yen explains, a servant, no matter what, his master tells him, he does. Makes no difference. He, all the servant does is one thing. He becomes an Eved. Now that he's an Eved, no matter what his master tells him to do, he does. So when we keep the Torah, we're making that Kabbalah that we are Eved to Hashem. We're an Eved. We're enslaved. We're a slave to Hashem. So no matter what Hashem tells us, we'll do. And and. To the extent that Rabbi Yenis says, when a person says, you know what, I'll keep 612 mitzvahs. This one mitzvah, I won't keep. The whole thing is out. You know why? Because he's not an Evan. The essence of an Evan is, I'll do whatever the master tells me. Right, they don't accept it upon themselves. That they don't make themselves an Evan. Right. Yeah, that's what we're saying. So, on this Pasuk, the, the, the Chavetz Chaim has a different explanation. He says that this Pasuk is talking about when a person sees someone, sees someone doing something wrong, and he doesn't stand up for the Torah. You know, a person sees someone speaking Lashon Hara, and he doesn't say anything to him. He's speaking gossip, he's speaking not nicely about someone else, and he doesn't say anything, right? She says, such a person gets this curse. If we don't stand up for the Taira, then such a person gets this curse. Gets, gets this R, this curse. A person who sees someone else doing something wrong, and he doesn't give him muster, he doesn't tell him nicely, however, you're doing something wrong, such a person receives this curse. That's what Chavz Chaim says. And then, the Chavz Chaim adds, and this is very apropos to the fact that we're coming to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. He says that <clears throat> we say we say in the in the slichas we mention Torah Hakdoisha Hischanani Bevakasha. We ask the Torah Hakdoisha Hischanani Bevakasha. We ask the Torah to beg on our behalf in front of Hashem. And we mention this in the slichas. Right? We ask the Torah to beg for us, beg for us, from Hashem. So Zokta Chavetz Chaim, Chavetz Chaim says, the Torah says back, you want me to ask for you? What did you do for me this past year? Did you learn Torah? Did you care about Torah this past year? 
And if we answer yes, the Torah will say, okay, no problem. I'll go ask Hashem for you. If we cared about the Torah throughout the year, we had our learnings, we kept the mitzvot, the Torah will say, you know what? You ask for me a favor, no problem. I'll go to Hashem and ask on your behalf. However, if we had an empty year, we didn't learn anything, we didn't keep the mitzvot, the Torah says, you want me to go ask for you? No way. Um, and to add, there's a. I think this story was said with the Taz. A lady once came to the Taz, and she she was going through some hard time, whatever it was, and she asked him, "Can you please daven for me?" And for whatever reason, he said, "I can't. I'm not capable. I don't have what it takes to, to daven for you and get you a Yeshua, get you a salvation." So she said, "You know what?" Forget about you, I don't care. Your Tyra, the Tyra you learn, the Tyra within you, sh- that your Tyra should go be a schus for me and should daven for me and should get me a Yeshua. He said, okay, that I can't hold back from you. And in fact, he went and the story goes that, I'm not sure what happened, then the story was that she had a Yeshua from that. That the Tyra is a power. You know, we, we're learning our When we learn Torah, it's not just the learning Torah, it's a, a relationship we develop with the Torah, and the Torah can ask for us on our behalf. So it's important when we know that, when we go through a year of learning Torah, we come to Rosh Hashanah, we look back at our year, we look forward for the next year. The Torah we have, the, the hours and the, 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 the toil that we put into learning, really acts and works for us on our behalf. <coughs> The Pasuk says by the brachas that it mentions in the parasha, it says, All these brachas will come up will come upon you, and they will reach you. When you listen to Hashem's voice. Very interesting. The, the brachas will come upon you and they'll reach you. Where else are they going to go? Strange. The Torah is saying you're going to get the brachas and they'll reach you as if they'll go somewhere else. What does it mean they'll reach you? So the Nitziv says like this. The Nitziv says that the brachas here are brachas, are blessings of, of Gashmias, of the physical world. You know, our cat, their cattle will have, will have a night, will have good fruit, etc. He says someone who's involved in ruchnius, in a spiritual life, right? Whether his whether his crop does well or not, he doesn't really care about it. Right? Because he's so focused on Tyra, on mitzvahs, it doesn't make a difference to him. He says, he says, that's true. He says, but if he makes a lot of money, if he makes a lot of money, even someone who's immersed in learning, he'll, he'll say, oh, you know, I, I did very well. So that'll make it, that'll, that'll have an, that will he'll, he'll have an effect on him. And he'll, he'll be, he'll get to get a little happy. So that's, he says, is they'll reach you. Because not only, they won't be just regular bracha there'll be extra extra bracha that even though you're so involved in your learning and your mitzvahs and in your spiritual life you'll still be happy that the fact that you got some some nice nice good good fruit this year he 
here that when the when the pasuk says it adds when you listen to Hashem's voice by the kalos by the curses when it's talking about it says the same thing okay it says if you don't listen to Hashem's voice you'll get same thing and they'll reach you but here it doesn't say um, it should say the opposite by the brachas it says that you'll get the brachas they'll reach you when you listen to Hashem's voice but when it comes to the curses it says you'll get the klalas and they'll reach you but it doesn't say when you don't listen to Hashem's voice what's the difference? good? so I heard a pshat from Rudiskin. he said like this very nice he said that Part of the brachas, when we get the brachas, is that we recognize that the reason why we're getting so much bracha from Hashem is because we listened to Hashem's voice and we did, we kept the mitzvahs. We did what we have to do, so we and we re- recognize we're keeping the mitzvahs. Hashem sends bracha. However, that's by the bracha. However, when it comes to the klalis, besides the fact that we're gonna that the klalis are terrible. There will also be the fact that we won't realize that it's happening because we didn't listen to Hashem's voice. We'll have to search and figure that out on our own that that's why it's happening. So it's an added curse on top of the curse. You don't know what's happening. You don't know what's happening. Why is this happening to me? How many times do we have things happen to us and we question, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? When good things happen, we say, oh, yo, you know, I, you know, Hashem's giving me this good thing because I daven well, I, I did give tzedakah, etc. When bad things happen, we always people suffer with that question, why is this happening to me? So that's why, by the bracha, it says you'll get the bracha. Kisishma, you'll realize that the the reason why you're getting the bracha is because you listen. However, when it comes to the klala, it says you'll get the klala. But we all recognize that the reason why we're getting the klala is because we didn't listen to Hashem's voice. Until we think and we do tshuva and eventually we'll recognize, oh, you know I went through all that suffering? It's because I didn't do what Hashem wanted. So when it comes when it comes to the Kalis, one of the things it says is that Hashem will send the hip, Hashem will send ma- plagues, the chaloyim raim, bad illnesses, minemanim, and trustworthy. What's the? What does that mean? Hashem was in bad chaloyim rhyme, bad illnesses, vinemanim, and trustworthy. What does this mean? Strange, right? Yeah. Here, chaloyim rhyme vinemanim. What's the meaning? Trustworthy. The illnesses are trustworthy. Vinemanim, believe. Vinemanim is believe. Now I'm getting a gemara. So the Gemara and Abay Dazar says like this. Good? Other question? Okay. And believe. Believe. What's this? The Gemara says like this. Right? Right? 
Gemara had a question like this. Avaita Zara. Gemara says Avaita Zara, there's nothing to Avaita Zara. We don't believe in Avaita Zara. It's zero. It has no power. But Gemara says, I have a good question. We see people serve Avaita Zara and the Avodah answers them. Whatever they they come to the Avodah they ask for um, money, they ask for health, they ask for children, whatever they need. The Avodah answers. Tumar says, how could you see Avodah as the empty thing and it's nothing? We see people go to their idols and they, they, they pray to their idols, they serve the idols, and they get answered. So Tumar says like this. Tumar brings a mashal and says, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a mashal, a little story to explain it. You had a person that was very trustworthy. And everyone in the city used to keep their money by him. He used to have a, he used to have a safe deposit box. Everyone came and kept their money by him. And people would do it without any written, signed documents, without any aid in, without any witnesses. They, they believed him. One day... There was one guy that didn't trust him, and he 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 used witnesses. Okay. Now one time, the the stat guy he forgot and he didn't use a witness and he he deposited some money. So when he came to collect his money, he said, "Oh, I need my money." So the wife of this guy said, "Yeah, this is our opportunity to tell him that we don't have your money because this is the one time he didn't use witnesses. So let's tell him that we it never happened." So he told his back. He told his wife back. But because this guy was a shaita fool, we should lose our whole trust. We are we're known as the trustworthy worthy bankers in town. Because of this one guy acted foolishly, we should lose that. So he said like this. So too, Hakadosh Baruch Hu sends yisurim, pain upon a person, whatever it is. Pick your yisurim. A person doesn't have money, and it's terrible. And Hashem says this person is not gonna have money. And when Hashem sends it on that person, okay, they, they, Hashem swears that yisurim, whatever that means, makes it swear that they're gonna come on a specific day. On a specific day, the guy's gonna lose his money. They're gonna stay till a specific day. On that specific day, that's when they're gonna leave at a specific time. And they're gonna leave through a specific person by they sound plainly through a certain medicine. Here it's talking about a person who's sick. And that's what they say, okay? So that's what happens. Every time Hashem sends you sooner on a person, everything, when they come, when they're gonna leave, how they're gonna leave is all set up. And they swear, the Yisurin swear that that's what they're gonna keep to what they are told. Now, the day comes that they're supposed to leave, this guy goes to Zavadizara. Because everything is set up before. He goes to Havazar and prays to Havazar. So the Yusurim say, Oh, he's going to Havazar. We don't want to leave now. Because if we leave now, it's going to look like that it's going to look like that Havazar is the one that's giving him the remedy, giving him the Yeshua. But then they say, no, no, no. Because this guy was a fool and went to Havazara. We're going to lose our tr- our the fact that we're trustworthy. We made a Shvua. We swore we're going to leave on a specific day. So he was a fool. He went to Havazara. He would have guided Yeshua even if he didn't go to Havazara. He was a fool. But we swore. We swore we're going to leave on a specific day. We're Nemanim. We're trustworthy. We're going to leave exactly when we're supposed to leave. And they leave.
That's what the Gemara says. And the Gemara says, this is what the Pasuk means. The Chalayim Raim Vinemanim. When Hashem sends Chalayim Raim on a person, they're trustworthy. What do you mean they're trustworthy? They keep to their job. They, even though a person has suffered, they make a shvuah. And now they're going to keep to that. And then even though a person suffers, there's a day that that's going to leave. So, first of all, it's just a perspective that, you know, when people always go through this, it comes to person sick, going to certain doctors. You know, finally he found a doctor like, that saved him. It's not true. On that day, he would have added Yeshua no matter what. No matter what. Yeah, he found the biggest specialist in America. It's nothing to do with that. On that specific day, whatever day it was, he would have had his Yeshua. And it's an assignment to think that it was the doctor that caused it because now that I found a doctor, I had the Yeshua. It's not true. When Hashem wanted the Yeshua to leave, that's when they will leave, not a moment before. However, the Mashah points out that that's regular. Regular life, that's how it works. But there's a few things that can make the Yisurim leave before. Shuva, Tefillah, and Tzadakah. And even though a person goes through suffering, of course, with Shuva and Tefillah, a person could, even the Yisurim, they are Naimanim, and they swore not to leave for a specific day, with Shuva and Tefillah, he could bring that day forward. So without Shuva and Tefillah, they're not going to leave a second before they're supposed to leave. However, with Shuva and Tefillah, a person can even though, even though, even though they made a Shuva, They'll find a way to uh, a person to get out of it. So that's on the other end. But still, it's also good. Even with, without you and Tefillah, it's, you know, a person goes through things. It's good to know that, you know, there'll come a day, there's a, there's a, there's an end. That's a specific day. And, you know, breaks a Yeah, Tefillah. Tefillah breaks a Yeah, So, so very nice. It says like this. It says, the Pasuk says, um, after the person's... Where are you from, bro? Me? From Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. Heard of it? Flatbush. What, uh, what's the neighborhood? Flatbush? Ah, Flatbush, yeah. You're there? Yeah. It's a nice place. Yeah, yeah. I lived there for 20 years, then I lived in New Jersey for four years. Yeah. And now Miami Beach. Nice place also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it says like this. One more thought. The Pasuk says that we ask Hashem, after we say tell Hashem that we gave off Shumas and Meisers, we say, Look down from your holy dwelling place and give us bracha. After we sit Hashem, we gave, we did all we were supposed to do. We gave off all that we gave all the, the maestress we were supposed to give, the truma we were supposed to give. Look down from your holy place and give us bracha. The question is, why here does it choose this? Choose these words, Ma'ain Kachcha, Hashem's holy place. Hashkifa Mishamayim. That would have worked. What's Hashkifa Mima'in Kachcha from your Ma'ain Kachcha? So the Pasuk in Tehillim says, Avi Yusaymin, 
Hashem is the Avi Yisayman, the father of Yisayman. V'dayon Almanais, he takes care of the Almanais. Eleikim, b'ma'ayin kachay. Hashem is sitting in his ma'ayin kachay. So what, what's, 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 what's the Pasuk saying? So the, the Meshachachma says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes special care of Yisayimim al-Amanis. Ma'in Kachay is almost like Hashem's dwelling place, sounds like Hashem's Kaviyachal, as to say Hashem's home, Hashem's special place. The Amanis and Yisayimim, Hashem brings into his Ma'in Kachay. The Hashem takes care of them from his Ma'in Kachay, from home, from his home. So that's why it says, Hashem avi Yisayimim v'dayin al-Manais, Alekim b'ma'ayin kachay. Hashem is ma'ayin kachay. That they get the most special care because of the, the situation, what they've gone through, Hashem takes care of them. The person says, I gave Trumas Amaisers. I gave my Trumas Amaisers to who? Earlier it says, Layasim v'la'amana. I gave it. So, Look down from your ma'ayin kachay. What's the ma'ayin kachay? The place where you take care of that Yisayim and Dalmanais. Like the Pasuk at says, from that same place, now you see, I took care of those Yisayim and Dalmanais, so you take care of the ma'ayin kachay, so now Hashem take care of me. That's why it says here, Ashkifa, yeah, me the that same care, give me from Ashkifa ma'ayin kachay. Yeah.